the WP Minute Rewind is brought to you by, hey, the WP Minute. Become a member, support the show, support content like this at buymeacoffee.com slash Report. By the way, if you are a supporting member and you're in the Discord or you have contributed to the Buy, Buy Me A Coffee page before, you might have received an email from me or a Discord message to take a quick survey of your happiness around the WP Minute. Just trying to do some uh, some gathering of the feedbacks, see if we can improve things at the WP Minute. And if you're just a general listener, tweet at us. I almost forgot my Twitter handle, the WP Minute, and let us know <laughs> what we can do to improve besides replacing me. Uh-oh. We're going we're gonna to get into it today. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Daniel, you... get into it. Minutes ago, you just... You, beca- you became a content creator. I did. I did. It was, <laughs> Don't sound it was, so happy. It was nerve-wracking, and I already got one of my links completely wrong in the, <laughs> in the piece of content, so that's fine. Get it out of the way and mess up early. So, Day one, have, uh, issue one, error of one. The, of the tiny press email. So it's a, a weekly email I'll be sending out every Friday, basically three different links that I, that I find throughout the week. I'm always seem to be gathering these links. So it's like, eh, I'll start sharing it with people and actually put it out there. So that's it. Tinypress.email. You woke up one Sunday morning, you have a million ideas in front of you <laughs> and you were like, tiny press. <laughs> How did you pick that out of your flock of ideas? You know me too well. I have a giant, my Apple notes is filled with all these ideas. I was like three things. One is I want to do something really small. <laughs> like I don't have time for this. I wanted to do a newsletter. The second thing is I wanted to do a newsletter just so I could see what it's like to put it out there and make some content and just play around. And three, <laughs> I wanted to do something where it was like using the tools that I'd want to use in WordPress. So it's actually using, it's all in WordPress. It's using the block editor. It's using tiny glue, the plugin, and just chewing my own dog food, basically, and putting it out there. And then when you said tiny glue, uh, did you mean newsletter glue? Oh, sorry. Newsletter glue. (laughs) This guy, this guy's already dominating the world with his brand. (laughs) That was probably another idea you had tiny glue glue. and you're like, oh, I'm just, I have so many ideas now. I've, I've just smashed them all together micro bottles of little tiny glue to put things together. Yeah. I found that the, the smallest projects, the WP minute included Mm -hmm. quickly snowball into, uh, quite a management nightmare. Like I find myself in these days, (laughs) (laughs) 17 podcasts, 13 contributors, all kinds of chaos. Right. Well, hopefully I just keep it small for now and just play around with it. It's a nice, it's an easy thing for me to do because it's something I'm already doing anyways. Like I'm already gathering links all week and finding cool things to work on. So it's a, it's going to be an experience. Mm. I started kicking around a new side, 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 side project myself. Ooh, what was that? Uh, I'm not ready to disclose the idea yet, Okay, uh, but I will <laughs> tease everyone with that. It is not WordPress related. It's podcasting related. Um, and so I was kicking around, I actually, I had started it. I want to say two months ago, 
and or like a month and a half ago but i've family's been sick kids have been sick then we got sure. sick and it's been like three weeks of sickness so i haven't touched it probably in about a month and i was pleasantly surprised when i went back to it and i thought this was a pretty healthy thing and i'm curious to know if you've done this with your stuff like I started building it, like I was, oh man, it's a great idea. Website, domain, like I tried, I think we talked about this before, I tried Ghost instead of WordPress first. Mm. And I was like, this is terrible. I'm going back to WordPress. Sure. And then I, I've sort of, I've built this whole workflow out using Gravity Forms. It's really like the only thing I really mm -hmm. need to make this all kind of like come together. Sure. When the thick of things, I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if I really like this. And then whatever, I've this forced three to four week break. And then I went back to it. I was like, oh, this yeah. is actually pretty good. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've gone through that cycle many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's fresh set of eyes, right? Because you have mm. to, you have to go through the stuff and try it out and mess it up and come back to it and you realize what you can take away from it, really. That's usually where my issue is. I'm usually trying to put so much stuff into an idea. So yeah. really it's what can I take out of it? And my wife helps me a lot with those too, of just like talking about it and talking through it and figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, Gravity Forms, man, what a powerful, powerful plugin. You can do so much. Oh, it yeah. makes you wonder if uh, some of those features should be in WordPress core, like redirects, actions, member registration, login fields sure. and boxes. And I know you got a Twitter rant about that. We'll talk about later. Something about like stuff that should be in core. Sure. Indeed. One of the big things this past week. I don't know if you, I don't know if it came across your radar, but the dot-com pricing changes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's interesting. It's, this is the second time, maybe it's even the third time they've gotten automatic and WordPress.com's gotten scooped by, by the public before <laughs> they announced something. I had done it as well back in, what was it, January? Uh, I don't even remember what it was. It was some Twitter rant I did. I think it was on the new interface or something like that. Or, oh no, it was a store. They had a store in there. The ability to buy, to purchase the WooCommerce stuff. Yep. And this happened, I think it got busted wide open by being on Hacker News. I think that's where someone blogged about it and someone posted yep. it in Hacker News and then it just opened wide from there. What was really crazy for me that day was I didn't know, I didn't, hadn't seen any of that surface yet, right, on Twitter. And I actually signed up for an account because I was going to help somebody that I know set up a WordPress account. And because I, you know, I wasn't going, going to use another service. In fact, I'll, I'll link this tweet in uh, the show notes. I did a quick survey. It was a quasi hypothetical oh, yeah, survey yeah. of like, what would you pick if somebody wasn't like tech savvy, nor did they have a budget? In fact, let's talk about those results really quick. So I said, hey, if there's somebody out there that wants a website, they're friends with yours, but they don't have the technical knowledge, they don't have the budget to hire you, you're not going to do it for free, what would you recommend? Mm -hmm. uh, directing them to WordPress.org and let them DIY it, WordPress.com, Wix, or Squarespace. And percentage-wise, Squarespace came out on top. 132 votes total to this survey. Uh, Squarespace came out 36, which is right in line with like what I see in my local community of businesses. Mm -hmm. .com, 26%. DIYwith.org, 24%. That was pretty high, wow. I thought. Yeah. And then Wix, 12.9. Guess those headphones didn't pay off. 
I, I kept giggling here while you were talking about that. That's 132 votes, by the way. That's really good. I kept giggling here because the minute I clicked on that link and brought it up, it showed me that I voted Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's true, though. Like a good, a good example is my neighbors. I can't really do websites for family, friends, or neighbors. And so I just sent them to Squares, Squarespace because if I send them to WordPress.com, there's too much explaining I have to do about right. the whole ecosystem, what a plugin is, what a theme is, like that whole thing. It's all education. And, it, and it, with those types of folks, I can't really just go to to learn.wordpress.org and, and learn about it because that's, that's kind of just like dumping them off to, to do their own education on that stuff. Mm. But Squarespace, they just sign up and start moving things around and they're kind of ready to go. So yeah, I, I just like happenstance, I'm in .com and what I, and I knew that they already had a domain that they had registered. So I was like, yeah, I think I remember that I can just sign up. I'm pretty sure they could just sign up for a .com account and direct their domain there. And it would only be like maybe 20 or 30 bucks a year. And then I'm like poking around and I'm like, why is it 180? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like looking around. I'm like, wait a minute, I, I gotta be, maybe I'm in some like pricing funnel that I don't like marketing funnel. And I'm like trying to like clear cash and like, maybe if I log in and like re-log back, I can see a different price. Is this Canadian dollars? Right. Is this, what is happening here? <laughs> Which actually happened to me. <laughs> yeah. And so I log out and then I'm like, oh, I'll take a look at this later. I, I don't have time. And then I saw all the headlines coming through about the pricing change. I was like, wow, I literally stumbled on this pricing change that happened today. Like I haven't logged into .com in forever. And you didn't tweet it. And I didn't tweet <laughs> you it. You should have tweeted it. You could have broken ground. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, I'm just a guy trying to run a podcast and a news source. And I'm just like, no, just like, throw it in the back <laughs> with nothing oh, to see. So first let's get, let's, let's just talk about the price in general. Mm -hmm. I don't think 180 bucks is a lot. No, I might be, no, I might I be just desensitized to it. What, what are your thoughts on the 180 for the pro plan? I think, I think it's in the terms of, of anything of, of having a side project for $180 a year isn't as much of having a business. It's really not as much. I think where it gets weird is if it's the scale of the scale of economy, I think where some folks might not have that to, to work with right up front. And so I really would like it if. They do something. Also, to be frank, .com and .org have nothing to do with each other, just so we, <laughs> we make that clear. But it would be cool if .com somehow had something where, like, if you have a hardship or you got laid off or something like that, where you could apply to get a free upgrade of all that stuff. And I think that would be that would be a tremendous thing. You know what I mean? Especially now with <laughs> the way the economy is going, I think uh, that, that'd really help. But the price for a professional doing something, even if it's a side project, it seems okay. The basic personal plan at Squarespace is 14 a month. So 150-ish dollars a year, $160 a year. So you mm -hmm. save 20 bucks. I am going to try to weave.org and .com into my side of this discussion okay. for you. <laughs> but so here's the challenge, right? So what got, once I started seeing the headlines, what really interested me was like, I wonder, okay, so it's $180 for the whole mm. shebang at .com. And from a high level, that's, okay, WordPress itself. It's plugins that you can get from .com. It's hosting. And through way of hosting at .com, it's security, right? So it's not like a thing you have to think yeah. about. So then I was like, I wonder what they're doing 
with automatic, uh, excuse me, with Jetpack when you go and you buy the whole shebang at, at Jetpack. Now, this is really what's the more interesting story to me. And, and we all know, and I know I've said it a million times, automaticjetpack.com.org, we're in an identity crisis. They're in a product identity crisis, and they haven't really mainstreamed WooCommerce yet, in my opinion, into any of these offerings. Sure. You go to Jetpack and you're like, yeah, give me the best. Give me the best that Jetpack has to offer. Give me the best that .com has to offer. If you mm -hmm. want the best that .com has to offer you after taxes anyway, is $191.25 in America. And the best Jetpack gives you is $381.86 for the first year. For the oh, yeah. first year. And then year two is $1,200. <laughs> and the, what I see oh. here is that Automatic is saying, and this is how I took it. Automatic oh. is saying, my God, it's expensive to run a self-hosted WordPress website. To secure it, to give you these features that make it better to back it up, to give you video, to give you forms, to give you all the features of Jetpack. And the one caveat here is, and this is where I think they have an identity crisis, is they have the CRM built into that 1200 bucks a year, right? So a business that needs like right. a contact solution, right? Like you don't, you don't need like a HubSpot or MailChimp or something like that. Like maybe you don't need it. You're kind of having to pay for it if you want, let's say video. Because I think that's what Jetpack does really great is their integration with VideoPress, I think is like one of the best features of Ooh. Jetpack. Because now you're, you have like nice, clean, fast loading videos. Now you can make the argument of having it on YouTube and SEO, but you don't want that YouTube overlay right. on your website. So any like business who's trying to impress a customer might say, yeah, give me that video press thing, but I got to pay for the CRM thing. But $1,200 a year for the whole shebang at Jetpack, to me, that's automatic saying, whew, boy, you want to self-host your site? That's a lot of money. Maybe in the future, that's the anchor to say, wow, $1,000 to self-host or yeah. $180 at .com. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I just went through the, the whole thing while you're, while you're discussing this. And I see what you mean. It's, it's $1,200 after the first year. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and with wrong. that, we end the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, um, look, so I do, how I, do you, I, go ahead, you, you go. Well, I was just going to say, I do see they have different plans on right. Jetpack. But the thing that doesn't line up for me is in the, in the dot-com thing, it's mentioning Jetpack Essentials, which doesn't really have a plan over any other ones. So it says better SEO, faster loading pages and protection from spam. So just the, the idea is things. that there is a customer set that's out there who is just like, give me the best. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't want to have to think oh, sure, about yeah. modularizing my choices with the website and the jetpack. So there's some CEO out there that slides the, the credit card across the tables of the marketing or the web person. They just buy us the best thing. Just oh, yeah. like, let's just like get this thing going. And it's a pretty drastic difference. And then the other conundrum is that like, let's say that's true or let's say that's false. Let's say, yeah, I don't think .com will ever try to piggyback or anchor price anchor against Jetpack. How do you even make the comparison at that point? Like the features of Jetpack versus the features of .com. 
So would would automatic say, oh no, actually there's more features in Jetpack than .com, so that's a better choice? Is it? I don't know. Like, right. <laughs> because you have you infinite know, plugins at .com, so how do you even make that comparison? Yeah, and I think the the latter, and I'm sure someone's made a chart of this internally at Automatic. The latter's probably someone could be on .com, but if they want to have like the full Jetpack experience with, uh, it says they also do search in here for that that complete package, so up to 100,000 records on search, and we'll talk about that in a second. If someone wants that, they're going to go to WordPress VIP. Like this is going to be an add-on to WordPress VIP probably mm. or something, or their own self-hosted mm. site. So they're probably kicking them off .com on purpose. Anyway, <laughs> or at least yeah, it would make point. sense to be there. It makes that's sense a good to have point. your own or be on VIP. And on VIP, yeah. I'm pretty sure all this stuff's included. Yeah. That's a fantastic the, thing about VIP. The thing I was going to mention, it does, say, it does say that they have search and video press for that. And we already talked about video press, but the search thing's very interesting. I hadn't seen that before. So yeah. they'll search up to 100,000 records. And up till now, I've been using things like solar or... Elastic Press, things like that to, you know, do more intense search. And this is very interesting. I'm going to have to check it out more. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, I guess that's also the thing with Jetpack is we've been saying it forever. It's like, man, it just, it does all this stuff. Yeah. And I was like, when they rolled in CRM to it, I was like, ah, oh, God, like, I'd be fine if it was just a standalone product. Like, do we need to bring that in? Because now it, it forces this, but I know now you can do the a la carte stuff. I just think it's more confusing for a consumer. Although the jump to VIP might be the right. thing. So that might be the thing when somebody outgrows a dot com right. site, .com sales team says, oh, okay, you can self-host it. Here's Jetpack. It's $1,200 a year to run it on Jetpack or go to VIP instead. So it might be that yep. opposite direction that I wasn't thinking of where they, you outgrow.com, they offer Jetpack. Somebody says, no way. <laughs> I'm not going to go buy hosting and 1200. Give me VIP. Yes, but I can't divulge much, but I know the prices for VIP are much more than, oh yeah, than a license for Jetpack. Oh yeah. I used to, I used to sell against them when I was at Pagely. So yeah. we're talking thousands a month, oh, right. but, yep. but they would, what's the other one that they purchased from Sid years ago? Oh, uh, pressable. Uh, pressable. So that might be another thing that they do. Yeah, that's a good point too. Pressable somewhere in that mix. Mm -hmm. Also in the hosting landscape. I think it's a very interesting time, I think, to be doing this stuff. And as as most of my clients are on the enterprise level as, as well as my full-time job. So all the things that we do, or I'm actually looking at this like, I might get that complete jet back. Like that actually makes a lot of sense in some, some areas of what we're trying to do. Yeah. Here we go. The, the other interesting angle uh, on this is that they've already adjusted. So the crowd went wild. FYI, it's opening baseball day today in America. The crowd went wild when it was announced and they've already made some changes. They being .com has already made some changes, right? They went from, they were trying to give plans, free plans, 500 mega. What are we, Apple? Yeah, that's, that's just not, hoarding that's the storage low. prices. And they've already, they've already changed that to, let's see, one gigabyte <clears throat> for storage. And I had somebody reach out to me when they made the pricing changes, representative from .com and reached out to the WP Minute to announce it and, and get a little press coverage on it. And I actually just emailed them back before we hopped on the call today and they asking for an interview and they're going to make some further changes and they want to wait a little bit on an interview until they roll out like another clear plan on, on pri new pricing packages. 
So the other theory I have is this is all making making way for for a, a WooCommerce price on .com or an e-commerce mm. price on, on .com. Right? Well, I mean, they, they did before. That's what I actually uh, yeah. have tested that out previously. That There was like a whole commerce package focused thing. So I don't know. Or they're just going to do them as just add-ons, I guess. That's where the store comes in. Who knows? Who knows? You did a Twitter rant again. Oh, yeah. You keep, you keep Twitter ranting, man. People are going to start calling you Matt Madeers. <laughs> no one wants nice that. Though. I'm trying to be nice, though. This one was about, specifically about, I was trying to use the query block. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of work that I've done at my, my full-time job. For my full-time job, I work at Pinellas County Government, and we are in the middle of a website redesign. And so we're actually almost complete with it. We're, we're going to the final testing phase, basically. But I've been looking at the query block and like, man, like if I'd seen this like a year and a half ago when we started this journey, I probably would have used that in some different instances for some of the stuff we were doing rather than creating some custom ACF blocks with advanced custom fields. But then I was playing around with it and I'm like, I really can't do much with it because there's no custom field block per se to actually show custom fields that are somewhere else. And I don't know if it's just the way I build sites or what, but, but oftentimes like, like a good example is we have executive orders at the, at the county level. And so those executive orders have them build a whole page and put the executive order in there. I actually just give them fields. And so it's like a classic, uh, custom post type editor type of situation. And they're just filling up the fields. That's it. And then wherever I want it to display, I'm doing that right now. I'm doing that with an ACF block and pulling in what I need to pull in, but it'd be great to do that with like the query block. But the problem is, you know, the, I, right now it's not able to actually do that. All you can really have is the title, some of the meta, like the date and the author and stuff like that. But that's about it. The excerpt and the featured image. Yeah. The, as somebody who tried creating a product for what was a query block before blocks were blocks oh, with, okay. con with conductor that was oh, building that the WordPress was. query and building a UI for it. Mm -hmm. And then wrap, it's not just, can I pull anything and everything out of WordPress as, as a developer? And I'm, I'm right. not a developer, but there is the WordPress query and it's just confined yeah. to whatever the WordPress query can do. But when yep. you're selling that to the public at large, they're like, why can't I just select all posts with the word right. red in it? Right. And just like take the featured image and do whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it has to follow these rules. So it is a very challenging product, but that is like once they hone that, hone that down the query product, the query block and make yeah. it better. That's when we will truly see the power yeah. of yep. like no code WordPress building right yeah, out of the box. It's going to be pretty, pretty amazing once that's, once that's in. And I'm not knocking anyone about it not being there necessarily. It's just, right. it's just, it's a bummer because I can't really use it yet. <laughs> and I'm not as good a developer to go through and create a new block with React and do all that stuff and, and things like that. But friend of the WP Minute, and I believe a producer even, uh, Aruba Ahmed, she's mm -hmm. putting together, uh, she hinted that she's putting together a little something like that inside of, inside of, I, I guess a plugin or something maybe she's, she's working on that might work a little bit more like uh, how Elementor does it. So Elementor has the, like a little ability for any field, basically you can put in a variable from something, uh, from a custom field or from some of the site, site meta, so stuff like that. 
That would yeah. be really cool. That that, yeah. would, that that alone, that thing, would completely change the game on how I would build sites because then I could adopt full site editing more and I could go that direction and see what that's like. Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's a very powerful feature. And I guess that, not that Oruba needs any advice from me, but <laughs> those types of plugins or that, the query block, the fe people who follow me and follow the show has, have heard me talk about this a million times, Drupal, CCK and views. I think we even talked about this in the last rewind episode, like that made me feel yeah. powerful. Like I was a developer, but not a developer. Yep. And that's what I think <clears throat> anyone who's going to succeed with a query block, whether that's core or Elementor or Aruba or anyone else is that there's going to be a fine balance of how much of the technical query you're giving somebody and how powerful sure. it makes you feel like how quick you can build a query without too much stress so that you feel, and it's a very hard balance. I totally get it. But that was one that I was trying to strike with conductor when I was trying to build that. Um, the demise of that was really the customizer because <laughs> eh, oh, okay. making the bet on the customizer was a failed bet, of course. But anyway, it's like making that the user feel powerful and in control of something that is largely pretty scary to them. And that is PHP and MySQL, blah, 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 yeah. blah. So. And that, that's been my, that's been my outlook on things as well as a real big proponent of the no code movement, even though I'm a developer. <laughs> and I think a lot of people are puzzled by that, but the reality is I don't even want to code. Like I just want to be able to, I literally, I would love to be able to have everything just be virtual and I'm moving my hands around and placing things where I want it to be. <laughs> like if I could just do that, then, you know, <laughs> that, that to me is the ultimate. If we could do that before I die. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That'll be terrific. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. Let's go back and do some product entrepreneur therapy. Oh. Now that Tiny Press is live, do you have to give up another side? No, I don't think so, because that's what the beauty of this stuff is, right? This that's is the something. doom right there. That's doomed. You're doomed. <laughs> no, I don't think I have to side. give up anything. 12 projects? No problem, Matt. It's just something on the side. But I do have, uh, so a lot of the projects I've been doing, I'm getting them to automate as much as possible. So nice for like this, for the, the Tiny Press thing, it's actually not as big of a hurdle because for the links, I'm already bookmarking them on my Twitter feed. Like that's usually where I'm finding good things. So that's, that's really not, not a chore for me. And I can pull them out at the end of the week. I'm actually using review to, to bubble those up for me because review tapped right into the system. And the way I do it is I might see them on my Schutzmith Twitter, but I'm actually going to my tiny press Twitter and that's where I'm mm -hmm. Going ahead and actually favoriting them. So I set that all up to, to do that moving forward. And then uh, for things like WP live streams directory, like that's my other main thing where I would usually sit down and every Sunday add in the, the upcoming online events <laughs> just to keep that calendar alive. I knew I'd but catch you. I, I knew I'd catch you in some kind of therapy <laughs> yeah, session. You start talking one, about it out loud, like, holy <laughs> Christ, I have a lot of stuff I'm doing. <laughs> that, that one is, it is a little wild because I have to manually add those in. But the fine folks over at the events calendar have actually gone ahead and helped me figure out how we can automate that with, mostly with Meetup, which is great because a lot of the ones I'm pulling from are from Meetup anyways. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the way I put together WB Livestreams directory isn't that it shows every single online thing that's happening. So I can curate it still and then put those stuff in there, but it's not set up yet. We're very close. There was a bug, I believe that, that I found for them. So they're fixing that now, but we'll see. Then that'll be automated and then I'll move on to the, another side project. <laughs>
we'll the, see. The WP Minute Discord is going to come rally at, rally at your side. And as soon as you throw in another idea, everyone's going to be like, hey, man, how about you take it slow, Daniel? There's going to be pitchforks pretty soon. <laughs> the two last articles I want to throw into the rewind that are from the contributors. First one is Overcoming the Challenge of Selling Clients on WooCommerce, written by Eric Karkovac. That'll be linked Ooh. up in the show notes. And uh, published mm, about an hour ago. Why WordPress must have a standardized framework before we move forward with blocks written by uh, and spoken by Spencer Foreman. You can find both of those Ooh, on the WPMinute.com and linked in the show notes below. Become a member of the WP Minute by going to buymeacoffee.com slash Report. We do this thing called hashtag link squad inside Discord. Folks can go into the links channel. They can drop a link and say, hey, this is an interesting link. I'd like this to be included in the news coming up. Throw a little hashtag link squad on it. And my Zapier robots grab it. They put it into a database that Raquel and Pat and I can look at when we write the weekly script. And that's how folks mm -hmm. can contribute and get news into the newsletter. Curate the news yourself. And now available on Twitter. So if you're a WP Minute producer, uh, you're on a special list on Twitter under the WP Minute producers list. And if you retweet or tweet nice. a link with hashtag link squad, you don't even have to log in to Discord to contribute and shape the weekly WordPress news. Oh, oh become, become part of the link squad at buymeacoffee.com slash Matt Report. Where do you want folks to go to Tiny Press? Very useful. Yeah, the latest stuff is tinypress.email. That is really the domain, tinypress.email. <laughs> and you can sign up there. It's uh, three WordPress links sent to your email inbox about design development and WordPress on every Friday. And so today was the first issue, and so you can go ahead and sign up for the next one. Dot email. It's like a, it's a $25 a year domain? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the name cheap arsenal. It's, you know, it's one I, I believe I honestly, I probably purchased it like while we were watching, binging some show. And I was like, this is a great idea. <laughs> yes. Yes. I got a rash of those emails. This is why I'm being so hard on you today. Cause I, for whatever reason, March last year was a time where I registered a bunch of stupid ideas and oh, all of those it. domains came to renewal this, this month. And I was yeah. like, no, 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 maybe no, no. And it felt good. And I just want you to experience the same thing. Ooh, we should maybe just read off like the, the domains next time. Yeah. Let's just go. Yeah, here, here's one that expired last year that I'm I, I am willing to say out loud out loud. Polarizedsunglasses.com. Got rid of it. Oh. oh there you go. I just thought one day I'd make like an affiliate site for polarized sunglasses. <laughs> It's a WP Ooh. Minute Rewind, the WPMinute.com, the WPMinute.com slash subscribe. Your host, Daniel Schutzmith, Matt Pierce. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.